1: Another common condition that we see, um, it's the commonest cause of uh, blindness in Western societal or uh, industrialized societies, um, acute macular degeneration, um, something again that we've developed some uh, incredible medicines for, um, but um, what is the difference, the different types of macular degeneration and, uh, and what is there, if anything, in lifestyle that we can do?
0: Oh, there's so much we can do. And actually, I'm glad you brought this up because I'm in the process of writing a book on macular degeneration and using nutrition and lifestyle to uh, prevent or delay progression of macular degeneration. So let me just first explain what it is. Um, So macular degeneration is a disease of the retina, which is in the back of the eye. It's the neural layer that helps us to capture light signals and then uh, transduce them into electrical signals that our brain can process. So basically what happens is there are deposits that form underneath the retina in macular degeneration. And these deposits, they initially start off as um, as basically lipid deposits, so fat deposits or some form of cholesterol deposit. And then what happens is the body creates this inflammation around that cholesterol deposit. And then um, there's this cholesterol deposit. And then from underneath the retina, these new blood vessels begin to form. And these blood vessels are not supposed to be present there. And when the new blood vessels form, that's when people actually experience vision loss. So um, there are two types of macular degeneration. There's the dry form, and then there's a wet form. And the dry form is when simply one has deposits. And there may be few deposits or there may be numerous deposits. So there's uh, early macular degeneration or, or moderate macular degeneration. But when it becomes the wet form, when those new blood vessels begin to form, that's much more an advanced stage of disease. And that's when people experience vision loss. So it is possible for someone to have dry macular degeneration and have no symptoms whatsoever because it has not gotten to the point yet where vision would be affected. But once it, you know, those blood vessels form, um, Blood leaks out, fluid leaks out, protein leaks out. So uh, for any of your uh, audience members who are familiar with the term leaky gut syndrome, um, this is actually a form of leaky eye syndrome where you have fluid that's not supposed to be there and and that blood, there's a blood retinal barrier. It's a very uh, tight barrier that gets disrupted and that's when the vision loss happens. So um, what can you do to prevent it? Well, I do wanna first say that there are certain risk factors that we can't modify for macular degeneration. So those risk factors are um, age, so the older people are, uh, the more likely they are to develop it, so usually above the age of 70 or perhaps 80. Um, the other risk factor is, um, is genetics, so it, there is definitely is a genetic predisposition, but, um, but what I want people just to realize is that There are numerous genes that have been uh, linked to macular degeneration, probably over 50 genes that have been linked to macular degeneration. Some have to do with cholesterol metabolism, some have to do with inflammation and complement, but we don't really know what these genes do yet. So this is a very early stage of research, and even though we've identified, okay, these are the markers, these are the genetic markers, we don't know what they mean. So um, simply because you have a genetic marker for macular degeneration does not necessarily mean that you're gonna to progress to develop it. So there are plenty of people out there, myself included. I actually did it. Uh, I had a gene test done, and lo and behold, I had one of these markers. And it initially, it, you know, freaked me out. But then I kind of calmed myself down and said, wait, you know, I don't have a family history. I'm, you know, I don't have many of the risk other risk factors. Um, some of the other risk factors also include um, uh, female sex. Uh, for whatever reason, females are more prone to developing macular degeneration. Perhaps it has to do with longevity. Uh, we still don't quite know yet. And another non-modifiable risk factor is pigmentation. So um, there are definitely um, many population studies that have been shown that have shown that people who have uh, lighter eyes, lighter colored hair and lighter pigmentation uh, are perhaps more are, are more uh, prone to developing macular degeneration so basically uh, blue eyes green eyes hazel eyed eye, uh, individuals are more prone and it probably has to do with the pigmentation in the retina and the protective effect of pigmentation so um, so those are the um, the non modifiable risk factors, but what can we do that 's modifiable that we can? used to prevent, what are the tools in our our dispensary to prevent macular degeneration? Well, number one is smoking. So uh, you had alluded to this with regards to cataracts, but smoking is one of the largest risk factors for macular degeneration. That's been shown in twin studies, many population studies where one twin smoked, the other did did not smoke, and the twin who smoked was much more prone to developing advanced macular degeneration. Another modifiable risk factor is um, body weight. So there are uh, studies that have shown that people who are uh, who have um, elevated uh, body mass indices, or who are obese, or even moderately overweight, uh, are more likely to develop macular degeneration. We don't know exactly why that is, but it, there definitely is uh, is that association. Um, and then the other risk factors include um, lack of proper nutrients in your diet. So again, there are many studies out there looking at people's diets. Uh, People who had more um, uh, antioxidants from uh, fruits and vegetables in their diet uh, tended to fare better with less advanced macular degeneration. People who had more healthy uh, fats in their diet, so for example, healthy omega-3 fats also had less risk of macular degeneration. So there are absolutely many things we can do, even if we do have a genetic risk factor, if we have a family history of it, to prevent it from developing. And, uh, and that's really what my book is about, is what can you do proactively um, to prevent this horrible blinding condition.